Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We are super excited to switch over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Trying to extend the podcast to get more content out onto different platforms. We're super excited. And today we have two special guests. We have St. Louis Cardinals Opinions and St. Louis Cardinals Updates. Here today to talk some Cardinals baseball. Really excited. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Just chilling. Yeah. Just getting ready for baseball talk. Just getting ready for next season when... I mean, okay... Just to start off, so obviously going into the offseason, there's like, you know, there's some questions surrounding this team. I guess opening, just opening-wise, what with the current roster that we have, I guess either one of you can go, just what do you think could be the best this team could do next season with the roster that we currently have? Um, I'll just go first, because, um... Why not? I'm pretty adamant about my answer here. Um, I... I think at the peak, we're like the 91 team, but most likely we're going to be somewhere in between like the 85, 88 range like we've been past couple years. Um, just because I don't really expect like a big off season. And I think with the players we have right now, that's just, I feel like that's the range we're kind of in. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean. So I think I think that might be enough to win um, our division though. I think with with the state of the division, I think it's uh, more likely that we win more than 90 games this year, With especially if the Cubs drop payroll and if they trade away their players and if the Brewers drop their payroll. That would be three teams that really are no longer competing. So then you could say those should be three teams that we can continuously win against. So I think realistically the ceiling would be somewhere around 95 wins. Where okay. I think we'll make the playoffs. There's a chance that we could win the World Series, but I'm thinking mm-hmm. NLCS, NLDS. Really? World, World, World Series. You said any, any team can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. so do you think? So you think 95 wins? Around yeah, 95, 96. How far? Like how far do you think? We're gonna. So you said we have a chance to win the World Series, but if you had an honest prediction, what do you what do you think is the farthest we'll go in the playoffs? I'd say probably an LCS. Yeah, I, I agree with them on that. I don't think this team is built to go further than the NLCS. Yeah. But if if we were to add a like number three starter, I think we have we would have the pitching. Pitching, yeah. But again, that offense is just... The offense is too lackluster. I'm just thinking about that. Right now, in those big games, let's say we get to an NLCS game seven. Sure, we have Flaherty, but in that game six, who are we going to throw out there? Especially with Dak out, right? If we had that number two guy or number three guy we could depend on, I think that would maybe push us over the edge and maybe get us there. But again, it's the offense for the most part. Yeah. Miles Michaelis is coming back. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, he is coming saying. back. Miles Michaelis is coming back, and I know his uh, 2018 season uh, was a lot better than um, his year in 2019, but he's still, I think, an above average pitcher. So No, yeah, for getting sure. Him back, if he's healthy, exactly. that'd be big. I mean, like, an argument that I saw last year, we were, like, kind of down. Like, we had some stretches where we weren't playing the best baseball. I think I think opinions brought this up. Like, I think it was the 2016 that we won the World Series. We only had, like, 80-something wins. We, not, we weren't... Because, um, like, compared to the 04 team, like, that team is really, really good. So do you think something like that could happen or no? In terms of the roster... And six. Um, our pitching wasn't too great, wasn't too special, um, but we still have we had a lot of yeah. we had a lot of um, offensive producers. And if you just look at the personnel on that team, like it, it's just a lot better. We have a lot of lackluster like talent on on this current team we have. Like I don't know. Like who's some of the lackluster talent? Who's some of the lackluster talent? It's not as much that it's, in my opinion, at least, it's not as much that it's lackluster, but it's more that 
the talent on that team is was so much better than this talent, right? So like, yeah. Albert Pujols in his prime, yeah, isn't lackluster by no means, but Pujols in his prime is miles better than the Pujols yeah. now. No, that's that's or like Roland. Yeah, Carpenter's no like he's not the worst hitter in the MLB, but he's no Scott Roland. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like it's not necessarily that everybody on our team is bad at hitting, but we're yeah. just not as good. Yeah. I mean, do you guys think? Where do you think? Do you do you would you guys pull the trigger on Jock? Because that's a name that I've seen being linked a lot with the Cardinals. I mean, there are, there are other names too. Yeah. No. I like, would. there's other names. I'm just talking about Jock. Pull the trigger on him. You would. You would. Yeah. We we need a power bat. That's really and. Even even if it's like a platoon ish kind of um, situation um, with Jock, I having him makes our team better, and I would probably pull the trigger on that. Yeah, I would say I have a lot of faith in our outfield, especially in O'Neill, who showed that he has a lot of power at the plate, and he's he's in my opinion at least he's a very uh, Josh Peterson-esque player, but with much better defense. But if we're going to make upgrades to our lineup, I would say we need to go after a power bat in the infield, especially third or second base, because those are the two positions we have open. So while Peterson could help, without the DH, there's really no place that we could put him, especially still with Fowler, who we kind of have to start because he's the veteran. So it just... I don't know. I don't see a lot of space opening up for Peterson. So you would say no. Definitely, so you I definitely would... think third base is a better spot yeah. for a hitter. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like there are better options in the outfield. Um, I don't know if you're really interested in, like, Tommy LaStella, like, um, Hanser Alberto, like, the guys that are available. I think if we're going to make an offensive upgrade, it's really going to come from the outfield just because of that. I don't. I don't see us really making a trade going out for um, an infielder like that. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Alberto I mean, wouldn't really help though. He's very. Well, yeah. The, the names. Yeah, I mean, the, the names are just not that great. You can like. Yeah, I mean, they're they're not. Justin Turner. Like, just, uh, yeah. We're not gonna sign him. He's, he's if, we, um, if we could get two seats, it would be the upgrade that we need. Yeah, I would. I would love that. Good. I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. Too you just have to take on the uncertainty of him not getting injured, especially at his age. Well, it's not his injuries that would be the problem. It would be the price that he would want. Yeah. It could be sure. age. He's thirty-six, and he's entering that age where you could see slight decline. I, I don't think he'll decline because he's, he's Justin Turner. He's I believe he's been only gone up since he he's, to he's been going up, but yeah, I feel like his age is I mean, the, like, kind of a concern. Guy, but I don't know if I'm going to want to pay like close to 20 million a year for 36-year-old. Yeah, but he's been, he's been great. Yeah, if we, if, especially if we don't re-sign Molina and we have that extra money, I don't see why we shouldn't go after Turner. Yeah. I would, I would like that. I just... I didn't make that point because I, I don't really see him as a fit, personally. I don't, yeah. I don't think we'd sign him. If I was in the front office, I probably would. Um, but, yeah. And I think I think Jock might be a little more affordable um, per year. Yeah, no, he would be, he would be a lot so, affordable. Yeah, that's why I said Jock, and I, yeah. I feel like he'd be a good fit. Yeah. I mean, a question, we're talking about third baseman. A big question was about Matt Carpenter last year. Um, like, where do you guys think the card... Like, what do you think should happen to Matt Carpenter? Do you think he should be starting again next year? Should we not start him? Like, what? what's... I mean, anyone can start. Just what are your guys' thoughts on that um, situation? At this point, I don't think he's a guy we should just put out 162 games. I think we definitely need someone to platoon, something like that. Um give him days off because he's still okay he's not he's not a terrible player but he's he's not what he once was clearly and um yeah so that's what i think we also i honestly could see sorry for button but i honestly think i could see carpenter playing more of like yeah like you just said like the platoon role like on the bench 
I mean, you could you could throw him out there at second base because like earlier on in his Cardinals career, he did play second base. He could play second base if like let's say someone like Tommy Edmond, who I think is gonna head on over to second base due to Wong's absence. Yeah. You probably you, he, again, you, he he's a good strong platooning option, but you just have to make sure Carpenter isn't getting like tons of work at his age. And he's not an everyday player anymore. Yeah, it was a good bench bat to have, though. So, I mean, you can still make a lot of use with Carpenter, but yeah, it's obviously he's not the same person. Yeah. I think, for the most part, for me at least, it depends upon what he does in spring training this year. Because I know last year and in summer camp, he was destroying the ball, and he was, like, actually back to that 2018 Carpenter that we know who was hitting the ball in the jab, who was not worried about beating the shift, but was just poking it out there. But... If, if, he, if he doesn't have that, there's no reason he shouldn't be the everyday starter. But if he does, he he definitely should. And that was the same thing with the young, too, who was looking really good in spring training and summer camp, but then was just... Yeah, that's another question. I mean, do you guys think he'll bounce back? Because obviously he was a lot of hype going into him, like going into last year about Paul DeYoung. I think we did an episode with Ben Fredrickson where Ben Fredrickson, he said he's looking really good in spring training, like he's hitting the ball really well. I mean, what, just what would happen, because do you think, anyone think he'll bounce back? I think he'll, I think he can easily bounce back after that year, but. I think he can bounce back a lot. Um, Defensively, it kind of surprised me. He was, he didn't play as well defensively. No, his stats Um, are down, yeah. it, it, he was tired. You could see it. Yeah, and he had COVID, so. Yeah, he was. He just looked burnt out. Like, yeah. Tired. Right when he came back, he just didn't have it. He was just done for the most part. Yeah, I think I think defensively, definitely, he's gonna rebound. Um, offensively, he he had career lows and everything. I think he's gonna bounce back, but um, I think he's more um. um an average um, hitter than like a great hitter. I think he'll be close to like a hundred WRC plus, maybe a little, a few points above. Um, I don't think he's really the player he was in 2017, but um, I think he definitely has more offensive um, potential than someone like Harrison Bader. Yeah, um, especially power potential, right? Like if, yeah, but, if he has that hundred WRC plus. But he hits 30 home runs, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, and that's what I think he's going to do. We need that. We need that. Yeah. yeah. Is he as so long as it's not the Paul Young that's the streaky Paul Young. If he can do, like, one home run every other week or something like that, that would be good. I just think he was the victim of the abnormal season. He was the victim, kind of, like, of the abnormal season. That Like, yeah, I agree with that point, that I have more faith in him than to bounce back than other players. Well, yeah, everyone had a struggle with COVID, and I mean, with the COVID season out the way, you can kind of give really anyone, um, not everyone or anyone who had like a bad season, but like you can kind of give some of these guys the benefit of the doubt because like it was COVID. Yeah. Yeah, another guy that really um, struggled because of COVID and everything, Lane Thomas, um, he talked about all of his issues he went through. Like he was really going through it um, with COVID and everything. Yeah. And, I could see him bounce, having a bounce back. Yeah. I mean, obviously Peterson. there were... Oh, you can... Yeah, sorry, my bad. Cut that, you off. That's kind of why I don't see Peterson fitting that well, because we have guys like Bader, who really should be in the outfield every day. O'Neal, who before COVID was one of the hottest players in baseball, and then he really teetered off after because of the layoff. And then you have Carlson, who you really should start. You still have Fowler and Thomas. And then where does Peterson fit in there? And I, I just don't see it. He could play first, but then... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Last offseason, I was thinking the same thing. We've got so many outfield options. Like, we don't really don't need Marcelo Zuno. We don't need all this. And I know it was a COVID year. It was a weird year. There's more uncertainty now than there was last year. I'm... I'm not entirely sold on all these guys, even Phil and Carlson. I know there are a lot of Cardinals fans that, you know, ride ride or die with him, even though he's barely even played. You don't really know the player he is. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like getting a bat like Jock Peterson, um, someone you know is going to hit, um, I feel like it 
be a good thing for this team. Yeah. Even add on to that. I'd rather have that problem of figuring out at bats than not have Peterson. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to add on to that point, there are other options out there. Like, there's Eddie Rosario. There's These are all pretty cheap options there. Like, David Dahl. There are all Mm -hmm. these pretty options that the Cardinals could go out there and throw into the lineup that would produce pretty good numbers. And I mean, then again, like, like, like you were just saying, like the Cardinals have a lot of outfield depth, but at this point, you would want to try to sacrifice some defense for a bat. Oh yeah. Just, just due to the fact that how iffy the Cardinals lineup can be at times, they need the bat. And like we, we have a lot of young players in our outfield, but yeah. I'm not entirely sold on all of these guys, and I feel like getting a guy at least as a platoon player that we know is going to produce. It might be something to look at. Yeah. I mean, it's like our offense does need help. Like, the Cardinals' offense does need help. I mean, we amassed... I mean, I think we had the fewest doubles and home runs in all of baseball last year. We also were low in our OPS. I mean, obviously, I mean, just we need help, I mean, on the offensive end. Do you guys think it's more an outfield or infield problem on offense? Um... Outfield, in my opinion. I would, I would say outfield, but um, our whole team is the problem offensively. Yeah, it's not. It's not one. This past season, it was really. I don't really know. It, it was. Just, it wasn't like one part because you had Bader who would produce from time to time. You had Fowler who was pretty consistent this year. He outperformed his edge stats by a ton, but he yeah. produced. Like the outfield. It doesn't, on paper, it might not look terrible, but then you add in the X-Sats, you look at Carl's, like, it, it's not like a whole group. Because then on the infield, you have Goldschmidt, you have Edmund, these people who produced Brad Miller, but then you have guys like Carpenter or DeYoung who didn't really do that well, so it's, it's just kind of tough to say one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are situations of players who could be leaving, such as Adam Wainwright, Yadier Molina, like, we have yet to re-sign those two guys yet. Wong's gone, pretty much. Um, but if, I mean, which, because obviously with the players we need to keep with Wayno and Molina, what do you guys think is going to happen with those players? Do you think we'll re-sign them? Do you think we'll let one of one of them walk and re-sign the other? Like, what's going to happen there? Um, you want to go, or? Uh, sure, I'll go first. Um, I feel like... Is, I, I think Molina is coming back at this point, for sure. I don't I don't think there's much up in the air at this point, especially with the Yankees tendering Sanchez, which doesn't really make sense since they only play Hideshioka. But Wainwright, I think he's he is more needed than Gotti at this point because of what I mean. Yes, it's predicted that he will probably decline this year, but. He, he was much uh, more vital this year than Yadi was, in my opinion, in terms of production. Yadi probably did more behind the scenes and things like that, but Wayno should be brought back based on the stats, but if the money doesn't align, then it makes sense also to not. Well, it's also obvious that the Cardinals, I don't think, are going to make a major like push for like a big name starter. They're kind of in that situation where they're going to stick with some of the guys that they've had. That they've yeah. Left, like... Martinez or Michaelis, and you're gonna give some of the younger guys. You're gonna give some of the younger guys, your newer guys, like a chance, like uh, Kim and um, I forget. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing right. Is it Liberator? Like the Liberator, yeah. Yeah, like one of the top pitching prospects in baseball, maybe the top. So I mean, yeah. But, Kim is a little so, older. He's like, um, he's like thirty thirties. He's not super young. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, I, I'm not saying, like, he's, like, young, but, like, he, he's, he's new. He's, like, yeah, there's a major, he, he has a bit of major leagues. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's a and you're giving some of these rookies or newer players a chance to, I guess, shine on the big league stage. And you guys can fold them out of the rotation whenever you need to because of all the depth that you really have. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, I think Wayno said, but no, I agree with that. I don't think we're going to go out. Just because going off of what Mazalak has said, 
I, I just don't think we're going to make the signing that a lot of people want. Like, I've seen a lot of people say, get Arenado, get Arenado, and I just don't see it happening personally. Like, I don't see us getting anyone huge this offseason. I just think we'll probably, um, we'll probably try to re-sign. I personally think we'll, we, we'll go after, we'll definitely try to re-sign Wayno and Yachty. We'll try to get both of them, but, um... I mean, that's just a situation. Also, Carlos Martinez had a bad, you know, have a great year last year. I mean, what's, I mean, there's just questions about him. I mean, do, we can't, we can't really try. I don't see us trying to trade him because I don't see anyone that would be that eager to have him in a trade. Yeah, I agree with that. Some of the some of the guys in the Cardinals rotation you want to take the chance on because you know potentially they can be very good. Like Carlos Martinez, for example, he's had the potential to be the ace. Like I think it was twenty sixteen or seventeen, and he was like the face of the rotation. Like he was, he was solid, and then he's kind of spiraled down since. Yeah. So, I mean, some breaking news: I, uh, David Dahl has signed with the uh, Rangers. Oh, yeah, yeah there's an option right there. Yeah, <laughs> time. Come on, but time's less money than I thought. I don't like three million. Whoa, wait, what? Money. That doesn't make sense. Why would the? It doesn't make sense why the managers <laughs> would pay for a bat when they're selling off their players. Yeah, and basically they might trade and uh. Uh, trade I mean, the Rangers are basically, I think, trying to get Gallo and Kluber out as, like, the last, like, big, valuable pieces on that team. It's not like a one-year contract, so they might just flip them out the deadline. Yeah, exactly. I think, they're trying to, I think they're using, going to use him as, like, a prospect, like, ship-off kind of guy. They're going to use him, probably get a good season out of him, and then ship him off for a few prospects yeah, that's, deadline. That, that's probably that's what I see. It's, yeah, I don't, I don't see that team contending, really. He's got less value. He's a lot of value. I think any team would want to have him in their lineup. He just needs to stay healthy, and I'm sure a team would pick him up at the deadline. Yeah. If the Rangers are out of it. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I want to bring up uh, the George Springer rumors, honestly. Yeah. Because Springer, Springer has been out of that Betts is out of the picture and getting basically the entire city of Los Angeles in one contract. Springer is the is, is the like get outfielder right now, and there are teams like the Cardinals are trying to get him, and people are trying or people are begging the Cardinals to try to offer something up for Springer, while the Astros are trying to sign resign him and keep his amazing lead off that on the team. What do you guys think about possibly getting Springer? It's not happening. Exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah, I think. I don't, I don't think the front office is going to try that. I think it's just, you know, the fans every offseason, like, we're going to want the best player, but it's just not realistic, especially this year with all the money lost. Like, we're not signing a big contract like that in the offseason. Like, yeah, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think. I haven't really heard any rumors on. But the Cardinals aren't signing him. Like it's just hope. It's just people are hoping, but it's just hope is replacing logic. Everyone's like, please sign him. It's possible, but it's very, it's highly unlikely. You can't say it's impossible because it's possible. No, I'm just saying it's very unlikely. Like, we're hoping, we're hoping, but it's not going to happen. All indications are we're not going to sign a big contract in the offseason. If you saw Jose Alex's press conference. Oh, yeah, no, what he said, didn't he say, oh, like, in-house, something like in-house changes only, or? Well, he said um, the organization lost a lot of money and, like, he was kind of inferring that we weren't going to have a big offseason. Yeah. That's what I got from it. Yeah. I mean, if you guys were John Mazalok, like, with the situation, what would you try to do in the offseason? Um, i try to get rid of some of these contracts, but it's just not likely that the team would take the contracts. Like, a Carpenter, Fowler, Carlos Martinez, like, a contract like that. Um, I just don't see it likely. I don't think the team would really 
take that contract, so we're kind of stuck with it. Um, again, like I said, I like Jock Peterson. I think that'd be a good signing. Uh, maybe we get a starter. I'm not so sure who. Maybe like a Jose Quintana, something like that. Um, yeah, it's but yeah, that's about it. There's not really much I can do with like um, the money limitations, you know? Yeah. Because of COVID. Yeah. No fans. You lose a lot of money and no fans there. It's just how it's going to go. I mean, there's been, I mean, again, we're, I'm just talking about Mosaic again. Um, there's been a lot of, un, I mean, I would say I've seen some unrest from Cardinals fans, some even saying we should fire him. So, I mean, opinions you can go first, because I know you've talked about this and saying that's kind of ridiculous. Do you still stand by that? Well, people are saying John Mosellock and the Cardinals front office is the worst or near the worst front office in all of baseball. That is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I saw you commented on that story. It was a list that somebody made. We were ranked really low. They ranked us like 25th? 29th. Dang. I did that. Haters. Uh, we don't make the moves that many people want, right? Like, oh, we traded Rosarena. Oh, we traded. We didn't re sign Ozuna, and then they have these big years. Oh, we traded Boyd. And then people just look at that and they say, oh, the Cardinals run off is terrible. It, it's just unwarranted. It's overhated there. Essentially, our organization now is just, it, everybody just hates on us because we're the Cardinals. We should be World Series champions every single year, but it's unreal. People have unrealistic expectations for us, and it we're not the worst from office in baseball by no means we might we're not the best yeah. but we're definitely not the worst so i'd say we're near 20 or 15 but definitely um, I, um, yeah yeah what do you have to say about that all right yeah we are not one of the worst front offices in my opinion that's just that's a dumb comment like um i understand the frustration like the words mozillac but i think he's a pretty good general manager uh, he's had some bad moves clearly um but not all of them, you can blame him. Um, Randy or Rosarino, let's just go with him because uh, he's like the big talker right now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No one was expecting him to become the player. I, I guarantee the Rays didn't even expect him to become the player Facts. he was in the postseason. Oh, yeah. So how can you really blame Mozilak? Another thing, you know, Rosarino was um, on our team, called up, and we had a lot of injuries on our team, and... Instead of putting him in the outfield, um, Mike Schultz would put Tommy Edmond out there. Don't you think that's part of the problem, too? Um, we, I didn't we didn't know really that. We had a good look at Randy on our team. He was just sitting on the bench, really. Um, the intern. Not to mention, I actually didn't know that. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, he... That was... And another thing. I don't think... If someone deserves the hate, it's definitely our owner. Um, yeah. The DeWitts? Yeah, I think the DeWitts deserve the most hit. Well, at, at least Junior, not, not the third. Junior, Bill DeWitt Junior is starting to uh, kind of penny pinch and starting to kind of cut corners more so than in the past, but it's still like... The DeWitts have always been about money, yeah. pocketing money, and that's a big problem. And in a year where there is limited money, and people are criticizing them for saying, oh, we don't yeah. have a lot of money and we can't spend a lot of money. And people are saying, well, you have money. You're a billionaire. It doesn't yeah. work like that. Most of our revenues from tickets, you don't have in the stands. So you shouldn't criticize Mosellot. You shouldn't really criticize even um, the I can understand the owner perspective like this year with not spending, yeah. but like a lot of years in the past, like, nah. And he's just made a lot of dumb comments. Like, um, to what? He was like, he was saying something about baseball not being profitable. Like that's just not true. Like, why do you own the team? Wait, who said that? What is Dwight Junior? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He changed, he changed the Cardinals from when he bought them for, I believe it was like five or ten million dollars. Now we're worth uh, near a billion, I believe. So yeah. That was just not a good sense. 
And I saw Jack Flaherty got upset on social media. Yeah, I saw that. He got he didn't like that. Post or something about do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys would you guys get rid of the DeWitt the 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 DeWitt? Sorry, stuttering. I mean, that's not something we can really do. They own the team. Yeah, exactly. So would you be happy if they sold the team, sold the Cardinals? Of course. Anyone else? Anyone else? I'm fine. I'm, I mean, I'm fine. Isn't that going to happen? No. It's, it's not, not, but I think I'm just asking. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. The third might sell the game. Like, when so bad passes. I feel like he will have more say because once he's able to really do what he wants, he might actually start to, like, plan out his vision and, like, yeah. actually involve because he'll have the responsibility of the money rather than the little bit junior who I feel. He's more old-fashioned, more like old-school Cardinals baseball where you buy, you know, you find these uh, gems that nobody else sees and you build them up or you pay some small amount of money and bring a guy in. Whereas now it's pay, pay, pay. And, like, that's that's what I feel like is the problem. So you think, so you both of you just, so you both think that Mosaic's just getting the brunt of what should be... Like the hate towards the DeWitts instead of him. Or it, I just think all most of the hate directed toward the Cardinals is. But no, I just see like a lot of comments from like Cardinal fans saying every negative like thing that happens like when when Long walked it was like fire mo fire mo fire mo like you see all these like people saying that. Listen, every organization makes bad trades. Like even the Rays, the, the Rays traded um Jake Cronenworth. For Hunter Renfro and um, yeah, and Jake Cronenworth's gonna be an incredible player. Like he was gonna do for almost like every expected stat um last year. And you have Lau, so that kind of does make sense. But at the same time, it's still yes. oh, if, if they're such a good organization, why did they get rid of Cronenworth? For such exactly, years? exactly, like. I'm not saying the Rays are a bad organization. It's just an example. Like organizations make bad moves like that. It's just yeah. Like we're just unlucky news. Yeah. And just just kind of on the topic of ownership, the the Mexican owner. I don't think I I feel like he's just gonna ruin the team. Personally, the team's already ruined. I think he's gonna try to buy everything, and then will like nobody will get along. It'll, it'll be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> He's really he really cares about the team, though. Like, I've been seeing that, that much of a fan. He cares about him so much that I feel like his ambitions will be too great. And I, I, I don't know. It just doesn't... All the Mets fans are saying he's like the savior. That he's gonna bring the Mets out of whatever pit they're in. But... I don't think we can really see anything yet. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we can see it yet. Yeah, the Mets are one of the biggest disappointments for a franchise since, like, 2015. Like, they have been the biggest disappointment, in my opinion, in the MLB. They should be in the playoffs almost every year, and they fail to win a... I think overrated and at least division. I think the division's overrated? Well, they have a lot of injuries, though, too. Like, they... They have a lot of injuries, but they have a lot of depth and guys that can step up to the plate and well I mean the Mets bullpen I think is not one of the best but their starting pitching I think makes up for it yeah eh, that, that way that's not the topic we can talk about the analyst being overrated yeah time. but I guess just I mean the end of the Mosaic discussion how much long like I'm not saying I'm personally as a Cardinal fan I'm not saying fire Mosaic but I mean I'll just throw out how long would you give him or the and the duets since we're talking. You don't think he's leading into it? He hasn't done anything wrong to warrant being fired. Yeah. Yeah. We're still like it's not like we're losing games. Yeah. You have to let him see through what's going on right now with like the younger players and whatnot. If he can't, if he somehow screws up developing Dylan Carlson or I just think we have we have an awful. Um, manager to handle all these young players. Yeah. We don't, we don't have a guy that's gonna, you know, give all these guys time, and we have a manager that's loyal to his older players, his veteran players. Um, I don't really trust 
like this situation. Like, listen, Carlson will 100% get at bats, but what about Lane Thomas? What about um, who else is there? There's Tyler O'Neill. Tyler. What about Tyler O'Neill? Yeah, these are the kind of guys. Like, I'm just curious to see what he does next year. Um, in terms of handling like the outfielders and how much time is allocated to like each player, like. I think about it once. So then you don't have that veteran in the outfield anymore, and you can be like, oh, Bader, Thomas, O'Neill, done. Or. Well, that, and also, if you don't want to. If you are really worried about taking a huge. Or, not a huge risk, or, but like a, a risk in general on like some of the younger guys, or like let's say the Cardinals want to give Dylan Carlson another year or a few months more in the minor leagues. You could you can maybe throw in some of the other um, uh, farm system talents into like a trade or something and get some value in return. So I mean the Cardinals have tons of ammo when it comes to starting pitching. Like, you could you could probably throw in a few starting um, pitchers from the farm system and get some sort of value in return. So, I mean there are, yeah. there are some teams that are rebuilding, like probably like the Tigers or some of these other teams that would eat that up and give away some of their bigger names right now. Yeah. And just, like, another thing about our pitching, since we're talking about it, I remember I was kind of, um, I mean, I was just, like, um, angry about the trades you're making, the Razoran trade, but also, like, a point, I think I talked about this with opinions, like, a good point that he made is we haven't really seen Libertor, like, at his full potential, like, nowhere near his full potential yet, like, we'll see him next year, and then also... Like, for one postseason, like, one postseason won't determine how the player does in their career. Like, I don't, no matter how good they do in it. Like, Rosarena could have had the greatest postseason. I mean, he did have an insane postseason. I'm just saying, I don't know if he'll play like that next year. Yeah, he had the best in postseason of all time. Yeah, um, but I, I, it, my point is just, like, one postseason doesn't determine how he, the player's going to do. He's not going to do that good next year unless... I mean, do you know what he did in the regular season, though? 179 OPS plus, 1,000 OPS. He's good. Not at that level. I'm just saying not at that level. Not at that level. He was was at that level essentially all year. He wasn't at that level, but he was very... No, yeah. I'm not saying he's being bad. I'm not saying he's being bad. I'm just saying, like, not that postseason level every day. Especially especially at the end of the postseason when they got into the Dodgers series, he started to strike out more and started at least this is what i saw that he started people started to find his weaknesses and yeah. what what really is going to happen in 2021 is can he adjust that's the big thing with the rosarina this next year different. and if it, it that that's all that matters can he adjust and then, then we go from there i still think he's gonna be a phenomenal player like you still think i don't that? know i don't know if he's gonna be like a thousand ops kind of guy but I think he's going to be a great player. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, writing him off completely, you know. I'm just, like, saying, we'll have to see. And that's a good question. Will he adjust? Like, that's... that's Is he really going to have that much of a drop-off, though? Like, well, I, mean, I think it's possible. In reverse, this big scale. The trouble. Taking that video. Taking the video. Oh, yeah. Taking the video to show. He has to say the trouble. If he does, then it's can't be judged. Yeah. He will be one of the better hitters in the game. And with his speed, it just makes him a bigger tool player. But the thing with that is, even with how good he is, you cannot write off liberatory. You can't say, oh, he has to be a sire. Yeah, you cannot. You cannot. Tyler O'Neill, but we decided to trade Rosarena. Um, so yeah, that's 
but also the Tyler and Hilfrey is another one that, that I feel like that's one of those worse for, uh, like, because he got rid of Marco Gonzalez. If we had Marco Gonzalez now, I I would love our rotation, especially Flair, Mike Liss, Ken, uh, Hudson when he's healthy, and then Gonzalez, who's an ace now. Oh yeah, he's the cornerstone of that Mariners rotation, which is only going to get better too. He's, I feel like he's he's more of a middle rotation starter though. Well, yeah, for us, like he'd be a middle rotation starter for us, but he's the ace of that staff. Yeah, but like he he'd help us out. We we probably have him in the five slot, and that that'd be good for us, right? You'd have players, the J players, the ace, and Hudson, Mikeless, um, whoever you want. I think on our team, Arco would be like towards the top. Like, yeah, I could, I could see that too. I think that Hudson, Hudson would be that number two guy who didn't get hurt next year. Yeah. Hudson was t- taking major steps forward yeah, he, like, this he past year. This year. He um, was, his curveball, a lot better than it was any other season. Um, he had a lot better control. He was striking out more guys. He was just, he looked a lot better. Yeah. And he was still getting all the ground ball outs too. It was, yeah. He yeah. had a whip of one this season, which, yeah, it's a small sample size, but that's still pretty decent. Um, yeah. I mean, with expected the so his expected yard was still up, but, you know, it was down from. Yeah. I guess just a final question, just, like, to wrap it up. Um, so with some of the players on the Cardinals, like, questions if we'll keep them or not, who would you guys ultimately get rid of on this team if you had the choice, and then who would you keep? Because obviously we're not... I mean, there's a question about some of our players leaving. Um, I'll just go. I'll just go. So, what player would I choose to keep? Yeah, what players? Honestly... I wouldn't keep either Yachty or Wayno. I feel like they're asking for too much money. Um, Wayno in an interview said he wanted something like um, uh, like around fifteen million a year. I just don't think that's worth it, even for a one-year contract. And I'm I'm not really all about legacy kind of players, like play for one team, like oh it's cool. But that's not really what I'm motivated by in terms of like spending money. I wouldn't. I don't think Yachty's worth the money he's gonna ask for. I personally, I don't. I don't think those contracts would be good for the team. They might be good for the fan base, um, but in terms of the team, I just don't see it as a good. So I wouldn't sign either of those guys. Um, yeah, I can agree with that on some sort of level because, like, like, yeah, like, like you said, like it really does like appeal to the fans. But again, it, it depends on the money too. It depends on the money. I just I feel like they're gonna get money elsewhere. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like let's say Yadi were to take like a pay cut or something. Like then then it then it works out a little bit better. But then again, like if if you were to give up Yadi, you could let someone like Andrew Tinsner get a chance to step up a little bit. Like, he's one of the top catching prospects, I think, on the Cardinals in the Cardinals' arms. Yeah, I'd give Kisner a shot, for sure. Yeah, and I think you guys just signed Matt Weider, too, correct? No, Matt Weider's a still free agent. Yeah, he's a free agent. So, if you, if you were to re-sign Matt Weider, you saw secondary backup as well. And Weider, I think, is still serving. I think that may, that would make more sense than signing Yachty, in my opinion. The... What would make the most sense is Yachty resigned for one year, two years, five million dollars a year, and he's purely a platoon option. That would be the best scenario, but he doesn't want that. He doesn't want that, and I think other teams are gonna um, give him more money than that. Yeah, that's but that's like the that's what he's worth at this point. And yeah, like Yachty mentoring somebody like Devon Herrera who needs the defensive help and like who could be this great catcher. Especially if he's developing like he is, it, it, it would be great. But at the same time, Yachty wants to be a starter. He wants to be the like, number one guy who starts every day, who makes $20 million a year, who wants all this. But it doesn't make sense. And I, yeah. I don't think that if he's asking for $20 million, $15 million, there's no point. 
Is this like, I mean, yeah, I kind of agree. I agree with these points, but like, I mean, I've seen a lot, like, I'm just looking at comments on posts and stuff about the Cardinals, like, a lot of them are saying that we should keep, they're acting like we should keep them at all costs, or you guys don't think that at all? I don't think that. Um, really depends on the money. If we, if we can get them on a good contract, um, I'm all for it, but I don't see that personally. I think other teams are going to... I think that's just because of the legacy. I think why people are saying that's my opinion. I feel like why people are saying that is because of the legacy. Like if it wasn't Yachty or Wayno, they would be they wouldn't care. But since they're they, they've been really good for us in the past, I think people don't want to let they don't want to let go. They just don't want to see them on another team. I think ten million um, dollars a year would be like a lot better spent on a guy like Jock Peterson than either Molina or um, Wayner. Personally, yeah. Yeah, I think if we work on one, I think Wayne is the smarter option based on like what he did this year. If we were solely going off of that, yeah. But neither of them really deserve fifteen million. Yeah, but I think that's also because of the value they made because they played for the Cardinals, because they played for a fan base that really promotes like these players rather than if they played for the Rockies you know the fan base doesn't really isn't as vocal and then you see oh that these stats whereas Cardinal fans are adamant that if you look Yachty Molina he's the best catcher of all time which mm-hmm. he isn't but right he's this he's this and then people are like whoa he's overrated now but still he, it's people saying this and then the name gets around and then they're like that name deserves this much rather than this stat deserves this much yeah. which is the issue Yachty's outperformed um, what people, like, think of him for, like, a while now. Like, he hasn't been a great player for years, and, um, yeah, yeah it's just, he's, he's not, not worth the money. money. Yeah. I mean, if anything, he's, his defense now is not that great, but his offense is gone. So, like, people are saying, oh, we should get him for the defense when really... He's a better offensive bat than he was earlier in his career, but that's still not great. So, but yeah. Yeah. The problem is just how are we gonna get like how are the Cardinals gonna get rid of them? Like, no one's gonna want to get them in a trade. Yeah, no one's gonna want to trade for them. It's just gonna be hard. I think Carlos, maybe it depends, but definitely not Valor Carpenter. No, yeah, no chance. No chance. If you were to try to get rid of Valor, I think it would be this year because he's. He came off a pretty decent season, kind of somewhat of a bounce back. You can try they're not there. Yeah, he's not. He's not the guy. He's not. It also depends on the organization. Yeah, because it is probably the throw in like a package deal. It ain't gonna be the raise. Not gonna be no raise again. They they would see right through all this whatever he did. Four home runs. Like that's that's good for him too, but still people say, you know, no, that was terrible. Like, what organization could you see? What what could you see him go to? I like in a trade if we somehow did that. No, I just said if it happened. If it happened. There's no way. There's. I don't know. Maybe like the Cubs. The Cubs again. He goes back. That'd be something that they would do to say, "Oh, look, we got." Now you're actually happy with us. You lost Schwarber, now we're playing this guy, 20 Other than everybody's just hated on for absolutely no reason. Yeah, like, like clarity, clarity. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
doing that, but like, yeah, Flaherty, like, oh, he did not great this year. Maybe for other reasons, as, you know, updates and I know, but, you know, um, Flaherty, like, oh, he's so bad because he, he did this. He didn't have the great season, so now he's the worst pitcher in baseball. He's not the ace. He's not better than Darvish. He's not, like, Oh, it doesn't make sense. Or like Darvish. Come on. Or Carpenter. Oh, he's the worst third baseman in baseball. He's he's old. Right, get rid of him. He's terrible. Like again, he's still a slightly below average or below average player. He's not. Bader's another one that gets a lot of shit for no reason. (laughs) Bader is the prime example. Yeah. He had to limit his comments, I think. Or yeah, the fan girls too. Oh yeah, them too. Yeah. They got a lot of beaters since. Yeah, bangs. Fowler has his best year in 2017. Has the downtick in 2018. Then comes back up in 2019. People still hate him. Yeah. I feel like people hate him for other reasons. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's he's been getting hate since like he became a cardinal. Like this isn't anything new. Yeah, yeah um, it's just only But I don't know. In terms of performance, he didn't play well in twenty twenty. I mean, it depends what you look at. Like actual stats, he was average or decent, but expected stats, he was. Yeah, like it's yeah. He had a seven oh six OPS, but like he outperformed that. And his K rate was uh, career high. His walk rate was pretty low too. So. Yeah, uh, I, think I think that's, that's a, good a good way to wrap, wrap it up. up. Um, it's, it's a, a really, really good, good discussion, discussion about the Cardinals. Um, and this will be another reminder. This will be going up not on our YouTube. We might have clips from it going up on our Instagram, but it'll be going up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, sorry we haven't posted in a while just because of schoolwork and all that shit, so, um, but yeah, um, thanks for watching, um, make sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and, um, yeah, good reviews, five stars. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time, peace. See ya.